You're listening to the Mothering Joy podcast episode number 10. This is the first episode of season two and summer is in full swing. Flower pots line the deck. The garden is almost planted. Dirty feet patter across the floors. Warm breezes gust through the open windows. I just want to savor every single moment of this summer with two toddlers in tow. I don't know that DJ really fits into the toddler category anymore. Half the time he acts like he's a 15-year-old, but the other half of the time he acts like he's one and a half like his sister. So for as much as I want to just savor this summer, I have to be honest, my unrealistic expectations of how I think things should be going, they very frequently go unmet. And this leaves me absolutely exhausted. I'm overwhelmed and I'm frustrated. So I'm trying to replace all of these expectations with realities in my own head. So in this episode, I am talking about the three realities I've found to be true of summer with two young kids. Hey there, I'm Meg, crunchy mama, storyteller, and imperfect homemaker. I'm raising two beautiful babies in the rolling hills of Wisconsin, and I am learning every single day. Here, I celebrate the joys of motherhood, but I also get real about the trenches that young moms find themselves in and how we can nurture joy in the daily grind. This is the encouragement you need to thrive through your days spent being mama. This is the Mothering Joy Podcast. I remember right after Coco turned one, the four of us were all in the car together. We were driving to Joe's parents' farm for the weekend. And Joe had been watching the kids for most of the day. I noticed that in the car, he was having a little bit less patience than usual with Coco's unruly behavior in the car. So I kind of like gave him a look like, what's going on over there? And he just looked back at me and he said, it's so much harder now that she's bad too. And I just burst out laughing because I had noticed it too. Since Coco had turned one, it was like our sweet baby girl was gone. And every day she came, became a little bit more like her wild brother with her own ideas of how things should go. And I don't know that I would have actually phrased it the way Joe did. She's bad too. But it did feel accurate. And his face mirrored exactly how tired I felt now that I was having two toddlers to run after. But for as tiring as this season is, I know that this time is so special. It feels like a sacred time of raising two little people who are starting life in the same boat. And the way we treat each other and the rituals we partake in and the things that we hold sacred, these are the things that are taking root in their little brains and their little hearts. And the people that they become will grow up from these roots that we're planting right now. And it's our job to be the best caretakers that we possibly can of these precious gifts and show up for them as best as we can. Not just take care of them physically, but take care of them spiritually, emotionally, and mentally also. I see the fruits of our labor already as they're growing up. This summer, Coco is big enough to keep up with her big brother, and it's so special to start to see their bond deepening as they're able to play together and challenge each other and learn to respect each other. 
Now, I have to say respectful is not the first word that comes to my mind when I think of my kids. These kids give me a run for my money every single day. But what's as exhausting as keeping up with two littles is trying to make this season of life be something that it's not, which I find myself doing all the time. I try to make it be tidy, consistent, and easy when the reality is it's messy inconsistent and tiring. Embracing these realities instead of resisting them I know is going to be the thing that allows me to show up as the mom that I want to be and actually enjoy this season that will just fly by way too fast. So we're going to get into it talking about the three realities of life with little kids. Reality number one is that it's going to be messy. I remember it was late spring. I was trying to start seeds for my garden outdoors in milk jugs. This is a method of starting seeds that's called winter sowing. And I was really excited to try it. And I talked about it in episode five of the podcast. But, you know, here's the thing. I was weeks late on getting this done. I didn't have enough milk jugs. Like I was already kind of letting myself get stressed in a situation that was just supposed to be for joy. One Tuesday, Joe got home a little bit early from work and I was just like, I'm going to quickly get this done so that I can stop stressing about it. And that was my first mistake, was trying to get something done quickly. DJ and Coco were both outside and of course DJ wanted to help, which means that Coco wanted to help, which meant that we would end the evening with a mere three milk cartons planted, dirt and mud everywhere, including between Coco's front two teeth. The clothes would need to be soaked, the floors would need to be wiped, the children would need to be bathed, and it all became much more of a production than just a quick little thing to check off my list. And I was crabby about it, okay? If I had a rewind button, I would have embraced the tiny hands joining the mess. I would have appreciated that I was teaching them life skills. We were making memories and I was actually being exactly the mom that I wanted to be. I was giving my kids the childhood they deserved, getting muddy and helping mommy. But instead, I tried to make it be something that it wasn't. A quick thing to squeeze in and check off my list. And that unrealistic expectation left me just salty. I was crabby, I was unkind, and I was not like the mom that I want to be. I'm trying to approach this summer with the reality that it's all going to be messy. From the dirt in the garden to playing in the puddle in the front yard to helping hands when I'm preserving food in the kitchen, the laundry that's going to be piled on the table from a travel weekend, the toys scattered across the floor, and you know, just all the things like underbathing our children. When I admit to people that we only give our kids baths once a week, you know, aunts and grandparents are like, oh, I bet when summer comes, you know, that'll change. You'll be bathing them all the time. And I'm like, oh no. They're just going to be dirtier in the summer because that's the reality. It's all dirty. It's all messy. And I think this is one of the most important things that I'm trying to accept about life with kids. Like it's messy, period. Reality number two is that it's inconsistent. Stay-at-home mom life is all about keeping it between the rails. I've found that if I'm going to have any chance at sanity, I need to hold our routine loosely. 
And for this type A mom over here, that can be a little bit challenging for me. I try to give myself a lot of wiggle room in our days together. This helps me respond more gracefully to when things inevitably stray from my ideal version of events. Letting the day unfold how it does and not trying to bend it to my will honestly is so much less tiring. It's really tiring to try to control everything all the time. And it's not good for me and it's not good for my kids. And I'm not really sure if this is like a Meg problem, a mom problem, probably a little bit of both, but I'm trying so hard to just loosen my grip a little and just accept the inconsistencies of the day. That said, I have found that it's helpful for me to stick to a certain rhythm for the day. Especially in the mornings, it's really helpful if I can make sure to get a few things done so that I'm not trying to squeeze them in later in the day. I will try to get things done right away that are kind of like my need to do's. So this is usually like DJ's dietary things. He is on the GAPS diet right now, which I'm going to talk about in future episodes of this season, but it is like completely time consuming and like that is where a lot of the attention just needs to go. So for one of the things he has to do for this is he needs to be drinking chicken stock every day. Chicken stock heals the gut lining. So where he's having a leaky gut and that's causing a lot of his food allergies, it's super important to be healing the gut lining. And, you know, this comes from drinking one to two cups of chicken stock a day, which is, it's a lot because he doesn't really like the chicken stock. So I am literally spoon feeding it to him. And one in, one to two cups is a lot to spoon feed your three-year-old. <laughs> so we do that in the mornings. We do cod liver oil and a probiotic and get some fermented foods in, which are all part of the GAPS regimen. And so yeah, that's basically like the whole morning every day. (laughs) But I will also try to prepare like any meals or snacks that need to get done, like at least get some things started. And then getting the kitchen cleaned up before or after breakfast is super huge for me too. One of the only non-negotiables I have in the day is getting the kitchen cleaned and the floors picked up before I exercise when the kids are napping. I have found this makes our evenings go so much better when I do this. Um, But, you know, even that, like, I just have to give myself a lot of grace with that because sometimes the mornings will just be really hard and, you know, I just, I'm not gonna, I don't know. It's like, you know, you have to force yourself to do things sometimes, like when you're looking to how it's going to set you up for a positive trajectory for the rest of the day. But also it's like, you know, you don't always have to force yourself to do stuff. So personally, like, I'm still really trying to figure out like where I land on that and I think it's different every day like I just need to trust my mama intuition like you know what needs to happen today like do I need to really buckle down and get some stuff done or you know am I just feeling like it's too much and I really need to let up and just actually take some things off the plate so that's kind of like a juggle that I am always always trying to find I'm always riding the line between wanting structure and flexibility. So I know that when I can be disciplined and have structure in our days, I'm, you know, making sure I'm starting lunch by 11 so we can be down for naps by 1. The days will just go better. But I also need to accept the inconsist- inconsistencies of the day. So like if the kids are playing super well together after lunch, like I I love that. I don't want to interrupt their bonding time 
Also, I'm getting the dishes done. So it's like sometimes the naps get late. And I'm trying to remember that just like my own inclinations ebb and flow, so do those of my kids. So, you know, we're just not all going to fit into a super rigid structure that's going to work for us every single day. I need to let go of the expectation that, you know, we're going to find a routine, it's going to work, we're going to stick to it, and that's what we're going to live comfortably in forever. Because the reality is, It's inconsistent. It's always going to be inconsistent. I'm always going to be having to find like the new best way for something to work as we grow together. A good example of this is my morning routine. So I will go like weeks or months of like setting my alarm, getting up early before the kids and DJ gets up at 5 a.m. a lot of days. So it's like to get up before him is you're really doing good there. But I have to sometimes so that I can have time for myself. I can have time for my creative projects. And in those seasons, like I crave the momentum of that. Like that is what I really need to to be feeling like good and centered and like I have capacity for my kids. Sometimes though, I crave more rest and relaxation. Like I just need to rest. So instead of forcing myself to get up early, like it's really better for me to get an extra 30 minutes of sleep. And sometimes those seasons last a long time. And I used to kind of like beat myself up. Like what's wrong with you? Like can't you get up? Like you know how good you feel when you get up. And I'm just trying to embrace it. Like I'm really just trying to accept life as it presents itself to me. And a lot of times that is as simple as like I really feel that I need some more rest today. So I'm going to take it. Because I know that there will be a season you know that's coming up that's like I'm I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna need that momentum again so I will get up earlier and it's really again just about having like listening to your body and having accountability there like for me it's like I can't be sleeping in all the time because then I'm you know salty I don't have time for myself I want you know momentum in my life outside of motherhood and sometimes I don't need that as much so um again like it's inconsistent And I'm just trying to be really intuitive about what I need day to day. Another example of kind of the ebbs and flows of life with young kids is the bedtime routine. So DJ is three and the three-nager really comes out at bedtime. It feels like a constant battle to get him to sleep. And my other mom friends with toddlers, especially the first kid. So I don't know if this is like a first kid child thing but it seems like it's just I'm not alone in my struggle to get my child to sleep peacefully but I feel like we've tried everything and some things will work for a while and then they won't and for weeks you know he'll go down like a little angel and I think that we have arrived we have arrived at the place where bedtime is easy and the angels are singing and then the next week it's like it goes back to the battle of the century every night. Right now we're actually in a pretty good flow of I'm letting him have a lot of independence in the bedtime routine. We read stories, we sing songs, and I let him play with some of the toys in his bed until he feels tired and he gets to decide when he goes to sleep. And I think that's important because he, you know, not unlike other toddlers, like he really wants control. He's learning what he can control and what he can't. Um, And, you know, wherever I can, I like to give him a little bit of control. So for a while, we had to put a child lock handle on his door. 
And yeah, that is an example of not giving your child control. But it was a last resort. We needed to do that. Like it was the only way we could keep him in his room. When we switched him to a toddler bed, like man, it was it was rough. And I would not wish that upon my worst enemy. Getting Getting a child to fall asleep in a toddler bed willingly was tough. So we resorted to locking him in his room, which again, not my first choice, but that's where we were at. It feels really good now. He started asking for his handle off his door. And so I gave I gave him that responsibility then. So now it's kind of like if he can stay in his bed and fall asleep, then the handle can stay off his door. And that's really good incentive for him to to stay in his bed. So for right now, that's that's working. He's been falling asleep on his own. And then in the morning, he's supposed to wait for his um, wait to wake clock or okay to wake clock, which is something my neighbor recommended to me. I can link it in the show notes. It's an alarm clock that will turn green when it's okay for them to get out of bed. So his turns green at 6 a.m. And I would say about half the time it works, half the time it doesn't, it's inconsistent right? But, um, you know, we're getting more and more. He'll wait for his light to turn green and then he'll come downstairs. So that's felt really nice too, giving him a little bit of independence there. Um, Like everything else, this is inconsistent though. And I'm just trying to try to trying to roll with it. We are spending a lot more time outside lately and obviously I am wanting to protect my skin and my kids' skin from the sun. But it's really hard for me to bring myself to use the chemicals and the additives and honestly just like the junk that's in conventional sunscreen. So I was so excited when I saw that Tubes & Co. has a sun balm. And I ordered it. We've used it a couple times. It's it's wonderful to use. It goes on just like all their other balms. It does need to be reapplied every 30 minutes, which for me is a you know small price to pay for having like really clean skin protection. It's really easy to just slather on the kids. I feel really good about what's in it. And it's just really been a nice thing to be able to have in our diaper bag that I can just throw on them when we need it. You can check out Tubes & Co's Sun Balm for yourself, as well as all of their other really beautiful, wonderful, natural, toxic-free skincare and makeup that's on their website. So you can go to tubesandco.com and use the coupon code MOTHERINGJOY10 at checkout for 10% off your order. We are on to the third reality of life with young kids and this is probably the most universal one and that is that it's tiring. Like I just want to not feel so tired all the time. Can you relate to this? Although there are definitely things that I can do to make myself feel less tired and more energized, Things like making time for myself and things that bring joy, self-care, putting less obligations and responsibilities on my plate. The reality is that life with young kids is just tiring and I don't really think that there's any way around that. But when I've looked back on earlier seasons of my life as a mom, I don't really remember how tired I was. Mostly I remember how special the moments were. 
how much the kids made me laugh, how sweet it was to snuggle them, how much I enjoyed sharing life with them. These are the things that I'm trying to keep in the forefront this season. When I'm feeling overwhelmed, I strip it back to how can I enjoy my kids in this moment? And I let it be that simple because it's really easy for me to overcomplicate things and get stressed, um, you know, when the kids are watching too much TV or not getting outside enough or DJ didn't get enough stock for the day or Coco just ate English muffins all day or I haven't finished planting my garden and it's June. Like when these thoughts start to overwhelm and stress me out, I'm just trying to take a moment to take a deep breath and remember that those things don't actually matter. Like they are important to me. Like they are important pieces of the life that I'm trying to build for our family. But they are not as important as my peace or my joy or how I'm able to show up for my kids in every moment. So when I just feel like I'm shrinking under the weight of my to-do list, I'm not showing up as my best self for my kids, myself, or my husband. Showing up for my kids as a kind, grace-filled mom is how I'm going to give them the best summer. So more expectations need to go. Like more of this needs to just roll off my shoulders. And I'm giving myself grace that we can have a fun summer together. We can have the best summer. But like fun just needs to be really simple right now. As simple and as least energy exuding as possible. So we are not going to the splash pad every day. Actually, we have never been to the splash pad. And that's okay. The puddle in the front yard is just as good to my one and a half year old. As I let more and more of these expectations go, I'm starting to actually change the way that I'm looking at our days. I used to focus so much on quantity. I looked at how many things I got checked off my list. Were the kids outside for 20 minutes today? Did we turn the TV off after two shows? Did I get a 30-minute workout in? I mean, even just talking about it, like that sounds exhausting, right? So now I value our days spent together in a qualitative way. And when I value the days based on their quality, I start asking different questions. I start asking, did I move through the day with peace? Did I find joy in the day? Did I share special moments with the kids today? Did I find pride in nourishing them as well as I am able? Did I accept the day as it was presented to me? Was I able to give myself grace? Because these are the things that matter the most. These are the ways that I can create a summer that I want to have and that I want to have for my kids. <music>